to the Plastic Things Podcast. Welcome to the Plastic Fangs Podcast. My name is John Ramsey. What's your name? Uh, my name is Rodney Self. And I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, what is it? Uh, from, I'm a sexaholic. Uh, <laughs> well, I thought we weren't going to talk about that, uh, John. This is a safe place. You can talk yeah. about whatever you want that I bring up. Um. Uh, actually, uh, like, uh, what is it? Uh, 21 jump street is, uh, what does he say? Is like, uh, my name, is, my name is Jeff. 21 jump street. Oh, I never, I never really watched them. This is the movies. Yeah. It's see, the, I never uh, really watched them with the uh, guy <laughs> with that guy. Uh, I mean, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, and, 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 ch- and chewing taint yum. Yes. That guy chewing taint yum. Hey, you know, what's weird is, uh, a funny that guy's balls <laughs> were weird looking who a uh, funny fact about jonah hill he holds the prize for the person in film who has said the f word the most in a movie in movies in all movies in all movies he holds the number one record he's got joe pesci beat yep yep i, he's I got- question that yeah, even I so, fucking question that. Okay, well, the reason why I know that is because from the new Netflix series, The History of Cuss Words, with mm-hmm. uh, hosted by Nicolas Cage. And he knows the F word. Yes, absolutely. And, and of course, the first episode is all about fuck. And, he, you know, one of the trivia questions and you know that he kind of asks is, mm-hmm. you know, who do you think the number one is? A lot of people think Samuel L. Jackson. Nope. Oh, yeah. Pesci, nope. yeah, Robert De Niro. Nope, it, it's Jonah fucking Hill, man. That's crazy. Isn't that... He did say it a lot in Super Bad. He did. He said it a lot just in that scene when he was telling the teacher, I don't know how to make tiramisu. <laughs> I don't fucking know how to make tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, speaking of crazy, John, we're, we're, we're having a watch party. Yeah, man. It was my choice. And I'm dragging you down the street, kicking and screaming on this one. <laughs> so out of all of our watch parties, I'd say we're running about 75%, maybe 85, 90% zombie. Oh, we have, haven't we? That's yes. not on purpose. I didn't mean to do that on purpose. I, mean, I only did those those other two because of Halloween. Right, know? right. Uh, but... Uh, uh, so hold on, we, we, we've done Night of the Living Dead, 1990, Day of the Dead from 85. What other zombie? Well, you could technically count Jason as a zombie from Friday the 13th part. I don't care. I mean, you could, but I don't. But, you know, when you say zombie movie, you don't think that's not the first thing that comes up when you think of a zombie movie. Right. Well, you just um, think of like a crazy killer. But on a technicality, Jason kind of is a zombie. Sure, but again you want to watch a zombie movie yeah let's watch a friday 13th no <laughs> i want to watch uh lucio fulci's uh right. zomber 
Well, you could count body parts almost because no. Jeff Jeff Fahey's acting. Yeah, <laughs> no, he was good in that. He had the yeah, best oh, hair in the that's biz. That's right. That's right. Best hair in the biz. Absolutely. His well, acting, how dare you? Nothing but trouble. Chevy Chase, kind of zombie-like performance. I will say Dan Aykroyd's falling apart was zombie-esque. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but uh, well, everyone knows if you're listening to this, what we're watching tonight, zombie nightmare. Mm. Mm. ain't you good looking mm. Mm, mm, mm. i'm sorry mm. john i fell asleep for a second mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yes. Mm. zombie nightmare yes <laughs> uh, john i originally saw this uh for the first time uh watching mystery science theater 3000 that's how i first heard about it yes. uh and uh i will be referencing them a bit uh during during our our comments right well yeah uh, this is uh yeah this is uh if you have a copy of this go find it right now go go digging (laughs) well it's uh of course uh it's on amazon prime right Mm -hmm. as as of the recording here yeah i'm Uh, watching on on prime you can watch it on tubi as well but i'm sure there's commercials yeah if you have prime go straight to that it's a lot easier no commercials and it's on there it's free all right so a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down <laughs> drink what are you drinking right now no no i'm drinking I'm, I'm, water. Doing, I'm lighting up some uh sugar for my absinthe <laughs> right absolutely i'm i'm gonna get all johnny depp in uh from hell you know oh gotcha i'm gonna get in the opium den and fuck myself up i thought you're gonna get on a medicine. phone call with amber heard and have some <laughs> i'm recording you but you don't know i'm recording you. <laughs> um yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) this isn't the tmz podcast oh too bad yeah i know right so uh zombie nightmare is a 1986 canadian film john yes it is and it's about zombies and nightmares or nightmares and zombies yes yes Uh, well um are you ready to get into this i'm ready uh, all right so uh audience cue it up at home john and i are gonna hit play in a three and a two and a one there There we we go go. turn your music down some kind of uh, logo up it's a ball it's a spinning ball with bat wings or a bat or a gargoyle uh apparently at dark force entertainment has re-released this that's at least for prime Mm -hmm. um yeah like you said this is a 1986 canadian zombie film yes the maple Mm. syrup is prevalent in this i wish well this is montreal where they shot it um it was yeah shot in uh, montreal quebec canada yeah lots of timbits and labats (laughs) on set um now okay this movie okay well if you're watching right now uh there's a voodoo priestess lady she just opened up a wooden coffin and uh what is she doing she putting some uh she's putting some makeup on a corpse (laughs) pretty much uh this movie was directed by uh directed and produced by a gentleman named jack bravman at least that's his credit as directing it and the writer is uh, was John Fasano. Yeah, the guy popping up right there. His name is uh, John Michael Thor oh. of the band Thor. Oh, oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, the credits are uh, opening with uh, Lemmy's uh, Motorhead Ace of Spades playing. So yes, right there, it's like okay, you know what you get. You know, <laughs> well, you may not know what you're in store for. <laughs> and uh, the uh, computer graphics are pretty amazing. Yeah, I think that's yeah. They did have like a video opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, star stars Adam West. Uh, FYI, Adam West doesn't show up until 45 minutes into the movie. Uh, Tia Carrera, this is her first movie uh, mm. from Wayne's World. Yeah, uh, Manuska, that is the lady who's the voodoo priestess. Okay. Uh, the name that just popped up. But yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, there, this movie is a bit different because this is a... Um, Besides falling into the horror genre, uh, it also falls into a category known as uh, Canuck exploitation. Canuck uh, exploitation. Now, I didn't come up with that. Uh, I heard that it's actually kind of a derogatory term to Canadians. If uh, if it is, I do apologize. But that's what I found online. Uh, it's a genre of low-budget films produced in Canada, chiefly during the 70s and 80s. Hmm. Um this was also a Canadian tax shelter production. Do you know what those are? Uh, so they can hide money from it's taxes? Not it's not that they're hiding money. Um, it's a quote, tax shelter films were films made in Canada between 75 to 82. Even though this movie, yeah, there's this uh, directed by Jack Bradman. Uh, it was between 75 to 82 when the federal government allowed investors to deduct 100% of their investment in Canadian feature films from their taxable income. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That right, that guy right there who's playing the father, I believe it's supposed to be William Washington. That's the actual writer. Oh, uh, wow. uh, John Fasano. Now the thing is he actually directed this. It said directed by John uh, Bravman. It wasn't. And that's the reason why I bring up the tax shelter thing. The right. only way that you can uh, qualify is uh, as Canadian. It had to be that the movie itself, it had to be at least 75 minutes long, have to uh, at least have one producer and two thirds of the uh, quote above the line creative team who were Canadian and perform at least 75% of the production and post-production services in Canada. Huh. So <laughs> Now, the reason why John Fasano is playing that character, uh, ooh, it's bad. They originally were supposed to get WWF wrestling superstar Billy Graham to play the part. They had actually hired him. Really? Yeah. But uh, on the second day of shooting, Billy Graham was flying up to Montreal to join the production. Uh, Fasano uh, returned from the set uh, <laughs> to the production office and asked if his flight got uh, in on time. The... Uh, one of the, the the people that worked there they freaked out they went oh, they looked at he said he looked at me and said dude we forgot to pick him up oh jesus he goes i jumped in my car and flew over to uh the maribel airport ran into the terminal yes a big man got off the plane 10 that morning he sat in the airport lobby for 10 hours and flew back to the states damn <laughs> so they completely lost him so yeah they're like uh and this this movie was shot in 10 days by the way Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, but uh, uh, so so he the so he the the writer who was also the producer John had to take over the role <laughs> that he originally had for who he loved as a as a kid um, Billy Graham. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the good thing is that Billy Graham now is kind of a dick. So. Uh, oh, he is. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, that well, that sucks. Right. Here we get some hoodlums with their uh, the greasers. Yeah, because this uh, must be like based in the fifties, yeah. and they're attacking uh, a young black woman. Uh, yeah. Now, her name is Tracy, uh, I believe Biddle. Um, her father later pops up in the movie, so I'll 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 bring him up when he shows up. Yeah. And he that and her father is has a huge uh, backstory just in his life. <laughs> Well, it looks like the fight choreography definitely has some uh, some wrestling elements to it. It does. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, those. Uh, oh, right there. Right. Oh, he the, just got stabbed. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that kid's wearing a, a Yankees hat. Uh, those guys must be Red Sox fans. That's supposed to be, that's supposed to be a, a young Tony uh, uh, Washington. He's played yes. by Jesse D'Angelo. Oh. And there's John Michael Thor, grown-up Tony. <laughs> yeah. um, is it me got, or does oh, he look man. like one of the Frank brothers? Or, or he looks like both the Frank brothers. Maybe. He looks like a morphed version of Brian and Andy Frank. He does. <laughs> um, he was brought in in the last half of production for this movie. Uh, the reason why, um, John Fasano... Uh-huh. He is a huge metalhead. The guy we just saw saw that got killed, who was playing the father. <laughs> uh-huh. um, he uh, he ended up bringing in Thor here, and Thor ended up doing uh, like getting a lot of the the people for the soundtrack. That's why he had like Motorhead in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a band called Pantera, not not the one, not the Texas based <laughs> Pantera that we know of. It was Thor's wife's band and got her on the soundtrack. And <laughs> look at this guy. Jesus, where did his sleeves go? Yeah. So when they shot all the Thor scenes here, um, this was like the last two days, I think, of production. Because uh, the guy who they have playing him, I, I don't know if they shot this. Yeah, they hadn't shot any of the alive uh, Tony parts yet. But uh, there's a guy named Pee Wee Pamonte, I think. <laughs> he later on plays like the majority of the the zombie character, and I'll mm-hmm. point him out, of course, when he pops up. That lady, I think her, she was Louise Washington, Francesca. What was her name? Francesca. And what is that club? Is it Club Jobless? Club Panties. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Francesca Bonacorsa. That was her only movie she was ever in. Was this? Oh yeah, it's like yuppies dancing in a in a French Canadian discotheque. <laughs> Look at this. They, yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I that, love I love cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> delicious. It looks like it's kind of like a cross between like a like a Denny's and a fucking <laughs> Club Fifty Four. Like. Uh... <laughs> I mean, look at how low the fucking seats are, man. I want a uh, key bump and a uh, moon's over Miami. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, this this group here, uh, I called them the Young Canadian Miscreants. Yeah, they're uh, it's, a little... It's uh, Tia Carrera, uh, Alan Fizzler, that blondie with the short hair, that guy, that's her boyfriend in the movie. And then, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the, <laughs> that's Sean Levy. Yeah. Look, the, uh, the, uh, the guy with the mustache? No, 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 no. The guy with oh. the big hair. Oh, That's okay. uh, He plays Jim Batten. He probably has the, probably, if not next to Adam West, probably the biggest career out of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Levy. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about him later because uh, we're about to get some. 
Well, some, he some he, ass kicking going here in a little he bit. He just uh, he just scared off the dad from licenses drive with, so. with a steak knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While they're all sitting on fucking those look like um, what are the fucking things you put your feet on? Uh, oh, um, <laughs> damn it. Uh, Ottoman. Yeah, there you <laughs> We're go. We're sitting on Ottomans, man. <laughs> but, um, Thor, he's about to pop up here again. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was born in 53 as John David Michael, Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a bodybuilding champion, actor, songwriter screenwriter historian vocalist and musician jesus christ now also too like uh, uh as a bodybuilder he was the first canadian to win both uh the mr canada and mr us uh, usa titles mm-hmm. during his bodybuilding career he was had achieved over 40 titles around the world um as a musician he is the front man for the heavy metal band thor billing himself as quote the legendary war- rock warrior um, there's a documentary that uh that's called i am thor came out in 2015 did you uh-huh. ever see it i have not no i saw it on netflix years ago it was really good it was uh, the life uh, oh, it went over the life and band of of john mm-hmm. michael thor he was a nut he was like a like a chippendale stripper and stuff like that he had all these crazy jobs Goodness. uh like dur- during the bodybuilding and then got into metal uh, maybe he was already it yeah but i mean it's it's a good documentary yeah, well, uh, uh, definitely getting his hustle on his side yeah. hustle. His side hustles had side hustles. That's uh, <laughs> check out my side hustle, man. Yeah, yeah the street, the hard streets of Montreal. Yes, <laughs> they're just driving through like kind of like you know, part neighborhood, part you know, whatever. <laughs> Are they driving a Mercedes? I think it is. I, I, or maybe it, I don't know. I can't tell. I can't. I can't tell. Yeah, you know. it looks like that is Mercedes it, emblem. It's a, it's a champagne. There you Mercedes. go. Yep. Yep. yep it is. It is a Mercedes. <laughs> yes. You know, because uh, yeah. when you're uh, nothing is more metal than Mercedes. You know. Uh, Sean Levy, who's driving the car. He's uh, he's uh, he's a Montreal. Uh, oh no, wait a minute. Let me. Oh <laughs> Thor just dropped right, it. Yeah. This it, is this is one of the dumbest scenes. It's it so is. stupid. Uh, Tony is uh, in, in the uh, grocery store with the stereotypical Italian store owner and it can be like a bodega. And he's his accent's <laughs> worse than Mario. You needed yeah. to cut your hair, but if you do, you lose your strength. Right. Terrible. <laughs> I forgot my wheat germ is what he just said. It's in the back on the left. <laughs> my wheat germ i think that was like all ad lib and stuff so yeah so it, this is a show that uh two punks are coming in oh i think the guy with this the the, the big flowing mohawk uh-huh. there yeah. i think he shows up later huh well in, I the, think uh, in the police station the guy in the black and and blue flannel kind of looks like uh one of the impractical jokers who joke gatto <laughs> I didn't know Joe Gatto was uh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> he, just, he, just, he just said Mamma Mia. He put a gun in his face. Wow. So, uh, it's like the the, fort, the fight choreographer for this was like <laughs> it's like two middle schoolers. Okay, you do this. You grab him. You let him flow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed him by the scruff. Was like, 
but uh <laughs> this is coming up right here right here right here Look, oh, oh he, give me that boom <laughs> i mean he was a mile away from from hitting him i mean well, mind you uh the um <laughs> the the budget for this was $180,000 and it was a, a tax shelter uh movie so i mean yeah. Yeah, even the, uh, the Joe, Joe Fasano says, yeah, it was low budget because there's not a whole lot of like gore or blood. And yeah, where did he hit him in the stomach and the balls? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was this was low, low, low budget. But um, it's crazy that this thing exists, but I don't think this ever existed if Canada wasn't giving out their money back in the day, <laughs> the taxpayers money. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know man it looks like uh max l is getting some uh uh some product placement going on there and cores i don't think, I don't and... think that was on purpose <laughs> i think this was all accidental hey look you see all the canadian candies up there mm, uh like uh, camel lights a There's lot of canadians a... grew up eating camel lights alero i don't know what that was but it looked like candy <laughs> winston reds <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, Sean Levy there driving the Mercedes. Mm -hmm. I guess it's no longer. Uh, <laughs> here, here it comes. <laughs> uh, it's feeling a little chilly. Uh, it's a little chilly. Maybe if I hadn't cut the sleeves off my shirt. Mm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Sean, he, uh, he probably has the biggest career out of everyone, mm -hmm. probably next to Adam. Adam has a, had a bigger acting career, but uh, Sean's still kicking. Uh, Montreal-born uh july 23rd 1968 the hit and driver of the group <laughs> um he uh yeah he, he oh here it comes <laughs> oh okay this is <laughs> they're about to hit uh oh no yeah, yeah. oh <clears throat> that was a stunt i think that was uh peewee Pamont uh, Pramante, who uh, who just did the uh, the stunt, even though you didn't see him really get hit by the car. Yeah, that's that is not <laughs> that was not uh, John Michael Thor. Yeah, because he's hiding his face the whole fucking time. Exactly, he has his arm over his face. Uh, now, see, now he's in a completely. That was a gaff. He's a, he was on the sidewalk. Now he's in the middle of the street. Right. <laughs> so that was just one of the yeah. After Tony's hit by the car and is brought home, oh, he was about to be brought home. He's gonna be keep an eye out. He's gonna be wearing a completely different different clothes than what he was wearing when he just got hit right now. Well, uh, if you wonder why they call it Canadian tuxedos, John, you Dude, just have to both, look at those two. Those guys. two, those two guys, yeah. the 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 bystanders helping, they're head to toe dripping in denim. Yes. <laughs> Hold on, I just realized. I think the dead body that's supposed to be uh, uh, Tony in the back of the car, he opened up the back door. What? <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> how, did, like, how did that door open? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now, you might be asking yourself, like, okay, I've watched this. Why, how, why does voodoo play a part in this? And I'm going to tell you why. Originally, uh, the story was supposed to be an all-black cast. Um, uh, it, it was supposed to be like young white yuppies do a hit and run, and it's a young it's a young black athlete. Uh, 
Mm. So, well, they couldn't, uh, that was the whole story before they even started casting. Uh, John was like, let's get this done. And then um, the, uh, the producer who also but took the credit for directing Jack Bravman, he was like, yeah, the, uh, the, we can, the investors aren't going to go for that because it's going to be hard to sell this internationally and it was just like what he was he was pissed because he was like what because apparently because germany and, and japan it, that doesn't sell well and this and he was just like oh this is bullshit and he was like he goes unless like denzel washington or eddie murphy or or or, or big name actor who's black is in it it's not gonna it's not gonna be able to play well overseas mm. so he, that so that's why this play this this movie is just full of black people i'm sorry white people and you only see one black person they turn out to be a voodoo person mm. and so that was the whole idea it was supposed to be like yeah see all these white kids they were going to be those characters and then everyone else was going to be black characters mm. yeah so that was he, that that uh the writer was was and director was was kind of pissed about that but yeah, there's a. Uh, I keep on going back to Sean. <laughs> he uh, he was in a 21 Jump Street episode in 1990, uh-huh. where uh, Hanson and Penhall investigate a school paper bombing and end up on a romantic mission. Uh, apparently, Jensen Daggett was also in that episode, and John Waters. Uh, John Waters, of course, you know. J- uh, Jensen Daggett was um, the lead female in Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was also in a Beverly Hills 90210. He uh Sean directed all the Night of the Museum movies. Get that guy out, right there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh Date Night with um Stephen Colbert and um um 30 Rock, uh Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. Yeah. Uh Real Still with Hugh Jackman. Uh wow. he's directed eight episodes of Stranger Things and he's produced all 26 episodes so far of Stranger Things. He's a big leading force behind Stranger Things. Wow. Which is like, what? <laughs> uh one of his like earlier stuff, he uh directed the The Secret World of Alex Mack. Oh, I remember episodes, that. Yep. And he did the he did the the famous Jet Jackson. Mm-hmm. He did 47 episodes of that. Oh yeah, man. Nickelodeon shows back in the day. In fact, I just recently watched a documentary uh, about Nickelodeon, mm-hmm. um, uh, which was uh, pretty cool. Went throughout the entire history, and oh. I, I mean that place was launching, you know, for for so many directors and writers, and I mean, of course, a lot of them Canadian. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, that kind of makes sense because when you think about mm-hmm. it, like you can't do that on television. Yeah, definitely Canadian, uh, and it mm-hmm. was an early. Yeah, I think 79 and early 80s mm-hmm. to mid 80s. Turkey TV, I think. Turkey was TV. Also. Yeah. Holy shit. I forgot about that. Okay. Here's the voodoo priestess lady. Um, her real name is uh, Menasuka Regard. I believe its last name is French, as Molly McCambi, um, the Montreal voodoo priestess. Uh, she's from Montreal. I couldn't find anything on her IMDb. Um, credits i think it's just it, this is her only credit so yeah. i did a little digging on her oh um she has a twitter page a current twitter account oh really uh, and it reads she's an actress singer and tina turner impersonator okay make i can see that and the she has a tagline make your next event quote simply the best i'm not making that up go to her twitter 
Well, well uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. It yeah. is on the horizon. Now, so, I don't think I don't I think because of COVID restrictions, she may not be able to show mm-hmm. up, but she might be able to do a cameo. Right. You never know. I didn't look that up. Um, I went to her website. Uh, it says uh, the following available for all kinds of events. Quote, the look, the sound, the moves, the legs, the excitements. You deserve the best. <laughs> wow. Um, and uh, apparently on the, the DVD commentary on this, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was uh, Thor Fasano, uh, the writer, director, and uh, the guy who plays the young detective, uh, Frank Dietz. They all said that the cast said that they couldn't understand a word she was saying while they were filming. Because huh. <laughs> she really lays it on thick with like a, uh, I guess, Caribbean? Mm. I don't know what her accent's supposed to be, and I don't know if she knows either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Asian? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, was there, there were, I mean, voodoo was not known for Canada, right? I mean, I, well, I guess it could, voodoo could new, be anywhere. New, it could be anywhere, yeah, but it's more like when you think of that, like New Orleans, uh, Haiti yeah mm-hmm. stuff stuff like that <laughs> but you rarely ever or if it does pop up it's like because yeah someone's practicing it like <laughs> like an old what was it um like an old night stalker <laughs> with darren mcgavin but um oh let me tell you about the guy who didn't direct it this <laughs> this will open up your open your eyes he produced the movie uh jack bravman mm-hmm. uh from he was born in asbestos quebec i didn't i guess they produce asbestos and that's why it's named that uh in the youth uh, in his youth jack grew up in the 40s in a jewish neighborhood in the bronx Mm. developed an interest in film uh because his cousin was a a projectionist at a drive-in in in bangor maine when he'd go visit him so he fell in love with movies at a young age uh later on in life he got a, a job at a company called photosonic and they produced and edited films and commercials. That's how he got into the biz. Jack went on to uh, work as a film broker at uh, MGM and subsequently learned about all uh, about how to sell movies. Then he decided uh, he was going to leap into uh, making movies uh, with his debut feature, Blonde on a Bum Tip in 1968. Um, he later on, <laughs> he continued directing and producing black and white softcore sex films hmm. throughout the 60s, which he often attributed to pseudonyms like Wizard Glick and Looney Bear. Those were his names as the director or producer. Uh, Bravman made the transition to more explicit hardcore movies in the early 70s and continued to make X-rated films up until the mid-80s, right before this movie. Uh, under the alias J. Angel Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack ended his film career uh, with a few low-budget horror movies uh, that were made in Canada. Because since he was from Montreal, he was able to get the uh, the tax break. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Now, there's here there's two titles that popped up while researching the movies he had made, his hardcore movies. From 1975, there's a movie called The Wetter, The Better. Huh. <laughs> and in 1973... Uh, all in the sex family. I think it was supposed to be like all in the family, but they threw sex in there. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, John, I'm not sure if you mentioned it or not, but the voodoo priestess here is actually the young girl that uh, his dad saved. 
Yeah, they bring that up at the near the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Which I don't, that I don't understand because how is she old Molly McKimby mm-hmm. when, when if, if this is the 50s and she was a teenager and this is supposed to be now what, the mid 80s? That's only, it's only like 25 years. That's not that, it's not that long ago. Uh, voodoo, For, voodoo ages you, John. I don't it know. Would, if you know it that. would mean like she's like in her 40s at this point. <laughs> oh, you know, old, old <laughs> Molly. Right. She ain't that old. She's like maybe 45. <laughs> yeah, because people in their 40s don't get gray, John. Oh, no, no, they don't. Look at my beard. <laughs> look, look, oh, she's bringing, she's bringing old Thor back. <laughs> I mean, Tony yeah. as a zombie. Oh, he looks like he's, he, <laughs> he doesn't want to get up for school. Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> oh, here, here's your bat. Make sure go to town, Slugger. Yeah. Apparently, Thor. Uh, he was talking about um, during a commentary for it uh, for this film. He was talking about uh, how the contacts. Uh, it was it was a torturous five hours to put those in for a zombie makeup. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it was like the makeup and and the um, mm-hmm. and the contacts. He did not like it. Apparently, there he is, Sean Levy. Well, and one of the, he's getting spaghetti because who doesn't the, eat spaghetti? One of the caveats of this movie is that she's the voodoo priestess can bring him back to life, but only until he can uh, uh, get revenge, right? Yeah, who made up those rules? That made no sense to me. I was like, why? How's that? I mean, I know it's of course it's all made up, I get it, but I'm like, really? It, lo- it loses its power. Hmm. Well, uh, he's he's eating uh raw what i mean cook uh, spaghetti cook spaghetti leftover spaghetti yeah uh without the sauce and then he throws it at his mom (laughs) that reminds me of dane cook he goes i wish i had a superpower where um i could shoot spaghetti out of my fingers i don't really like you (laughs) here have have a plate of spaghetti Damn, and now he's driving. What is that? A Porsche? I think it's a Porsche. I can't tell. I don't think it's a. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a Boxster. I think they really want to uh, hammer home that this kid's rich. A rich world. Yeah. But I think the other side of that it has scratch marks on it because he pulls up later in the film to the because they, the, the <laughs> for these young teens that are well young. I mean, what are they it's supposed to be like? 18? 17? I don't know how they're supposed to be, but he, they keep on hanging out at the uh, Twist and Crim. <laughs> I guess it's the Montreal version of uh, of Dairy Queen. I don't know. The version that we're watching on uh, on Prime still has the cigarette burns there for the uh, for the cuts. I don't know if you've noticed that up in the right hand corner. Yeah, it was it was it was on film. Yeah, this yeah. is just a. Yeah, I'm I'm sure the VHS has it. It was just you probably didn't see it because it was mm-hmm. uh, formatted. Yeah, because yeah, this is just a, yeah. They didn't. This is this is a a print from the actual the, mm. the film. Yeah, because I think it was about about ten years ago or so. They actually they put a Blu-ray out for this. Might have been less, but um, it's hard to find now. It's like about forty bucks. Yeah, it was, a, uh, <laughs> it was a DVD that was uh, released by Scorpion Releasing back at twenty ten. So about then they did. Years. Then they did another one under Code Red, yeah. apparently. 
the code red has i think the commentary mm. and i think that's the blu-ray of it oh, twist and crim <laughs> twist and crim or is it cream i don't know it, it is it, it, it crème. Crème. I the crème. <laughs> look at this <laughs> look at all these yeah this is the 80s man t-tops baby I, yeah there, there wasn't a whole lot of um I couldn't really find out a lot about the production on this thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, wonder why. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not like they document. I mean, already this is a what is it? A tax haven movie. Yeah, know? it's it's a yeah. No one gave a fuck when they were doing anything with this movie. They're just like, we're that, making that, a movie. That is true. This is true. <laughs> um, but uh, now the. Um, let me talk about the writer who is actually the director um john fasano who was born in beth page long island new york uh in august of 61 he passed away uh seven years ago now uh in oh, wow. 2014 uh he was a he was a director producer and a writer uh he was also a hollywood script uh doctor so he'd go back and like fix you know written scripts just to punch up like certain dialogue and stuff like that um he was a self-proclaimed metalhead and did artwork for promotions in heavy metal magazines. That's where you get that Thor connection. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. Now, after this, he uh, directed Rock and Roll Nightmare. Uh, that was and it was written by Thor. Uh, huh. You know the 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 heavy metal heavy metal movie I showed you, Black Roses. Yeah, he's the director of it's, it. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, uh, that was in '88. I'm he, surprised uh, I'm it sorry. wasn't called uh, heavy. What it, it was heavy metal roses. What it was. No, called? no, no, no. It was rock and roll nightmare, yeah. and then the then black roses separate okay. movie. So it should have been called like uh, black uh, nightmare or nightmare roses, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> roses nightmare. That, that's. <laughs> oh, uh, this guy in the car. Al Franken. <laughs> he looks. <laughs> yeah, he does look like Al Franken. <laughs> Um, he uh, he was a produce, producer on Judge Dredd in 95. He was a producer on Die Hard with a Vengeance, hmm. uh, producer on Tombstone, and uh, and he uh, helped co- co-write, I guess, Script Doctor, another 48 hours with, uh, with Walter Hill. And Walter Hill, he directed um, uh, The Warriors. Hmm. But uh, yeah, John hated how this movie had been butchered by Neophyte editing team in Montreal. And I'll get more into that later. Now, this scene, this is the biggest murder scene in the movie. Right now, uh, you have two characters. Um, it's uh, Susie, I believe. Let me find uh, their names. Uh, John McEnroe. <laughs> He's screaming. They're playing uh, Peter, Peter and Susie. Uh, Peter, that actor's name is Hamish McEwen. Oh. Um, yeah. And, uh, and Susie's played by Manon that's her name manon e turbide manon by manon mm-hmm. <laughs> um this was like her she only, on imdb only has her for two movies this and another movie in 87 called Mindbenders. uh yeah hmm. and um now peter this actor uh hamish he, <laughs> was, <laughs> he was in the movie heavy metal summer aka state park mm-hmm uh, he was he was in an episode of Friday the Thirteenth the series, which I believe was shot in Canada. He was in an episode of William Shatner's Tech War, <laughs> mm. uh, Forever Night, which was another Canadian 
uh, TV show. Remember the the vampire detective? Mm-hmm. And he played a he did a voice in Avengers United They Stand as Wonder Man slash Simon Williams. So that guy actually is a part of like Marvel. You could probably go on Disney Plus and, and watch that right now with him. Yeah, this won't be on Disney Plus, John. This won't be on. No, 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 no. Oh, this movie's. The thing is, I have a love hate thing because when I first saw this, it was Mystery Science Theater, how I saw it. So I was like, oh, this movie's so bad, but I love their comments. But I'm glad this thing exists. And don't ask me why, but if you told me this was going to be at the drive-in with some other movies, I'd go see it. I would, uh, I would watch it. You wouldn't, I would. Yeah. I, I wouldn't go out of my way. Well, you just ain't a true fan. Now, are you? No. Not I'm of not. this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely not of, uh, not with this movie. No. It's, um, <laughs> I would never. I, I, I mean, it, I don't know. It's I think maybe once a decade. <laughs> okay, here comes Jesus. I mean, nah. look at those shorts, man. Jeez, uh, it's yeah. Uh, I I refer to him as a uh, boner boy because <laughs> oh, he just took off his tennis shorts. Okay, now they were just running around playing tennis. Now yes. they're getting into a little hot tub in their underwear. Well, that's how that's how canadians uh they uh they bathe is i don't think so hour. yeah i don't I think, think so or maybe they're mormon right i don't know no, that's diff- that no that's different underwear for the oh, each, okay. each day of the week that's not the magic underwear that that's not mormons the magic underwear okay. now uh, no offense to mormons by the way i just or canadians yes or now, canadian mormons uh, th- yes uh now this i call this the underage hot tub and the reason why for that is there was supposed there was supposed to be a nude scene for this scene where one of the victims was going to be naked in the spa with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Now in the commentary, we learned that this girl was only fifteen at the time. Holy shnikes! <laughs> yeah, that's how she's like. Ew! Now go look. I heard something, and with her accent, I believe she's Canadian. And I know that sounds terrible, but I was like, I don't. That doesn't sound like a like a, a U.S. <laughs> you like the states <laughs> what are you talking about no she didn't say boot. oh okay sorry she she's said ha- sorry. she's just like yeah i'm happy you're out of the scene Ooh. oh okay now that is thor in the makeup <laughs> oh well there he goes just ki- he just killed hamish okay that's the first well technically second death of the movie uh now you can kind of see blood uh in the uh the little you see it? Yeah. I can't, you really can't, it's not, yeah. There it is. You can see a little bit of like fake blood. So yeah, I, I always. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> For those at home or who are not watching, uh, Good the, the, God. One, one of Jeez. the slowest zombies in, in movie history, like um, he's walking, than a mummy. He's walking on the side of his, uh, you know, oh hey, Fangoria with he's really, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's you see what's on the front? Oh, oh, was on the that cover? was uh, that was Maximum Overdrive, right? Yeah. yeah. Now that that guy, yeah, that dude probably in music has one of the biggest uh, biggest careers, I believe. Me, let me find my notes here. Uh, the guy who plays the janitor of all, of, and also too, it kills me. It's like why did they make him the janitor? 
um, his daughter was in the beginning of the movie. She played the young right, mom. right. You were talking about that, yeah. Uh, damn it, where? Dude, okay. it's the fucking. He caught up with her. He caught up with her, and by the way, as she was running through all these hallways and shit, there's tons of exits. Right. <laughs> there were a ton of exits, and look how far away he she uh, he is from her. Oh man, that's a horrible shot. Jesus, it's yeah. Um, again, John Fasano hated the uh, the editors. He wanted to edit, but they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! Uh, we, we, we got, got some guys it. that'll yeah. we'll do it for free, so they can get the credit." And they're Canadian, so it'll help. Still, still help with the tax break. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean for real. Okay, right there with her. Now, this is this scene is cut with her being killed with the baseball bat. Yeah, uh, it's cut from MST3K. Look at that. <laughs> but um. That's the most blood you're going to see in the rest of the movie. That's all the blood. Like they're going to bring the corner in and you're going to see the outline. And that's all the blood you see. Yeah. yeah. That right there is the most, the goriest huh. part that got this arrayed an R rating. Like the okay. length, this should have been like PG 13. Cause I don't think they had any F. I don't think they said the word fuck at all in it. There he is. Poor Joe, the janitor's passed out reading fan Coria for the longest time because the, the edit, not the edit, but the, uh, the quality, of, of, of what they were watching on MST through Kate was VHS because it, this had never been had been put out like on you know a, a better quality than that. Okay, the guy who's playing Joe the janitor that's Charles uh, Bettle Senior. He's a well-known jazz musician uh, from uh, in Montreal for 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 fifty years. Um, he's born in Philly, moved to Montreal in '48, but became a Canadian citizen in the year 2000, three years before his death. He had visited Quebec in 1948, saw that black and white jazz musicians played together and were bandmates. Very progressive. He decided to settle down in Montreal. He fell in love with a married, uh, sorry, fell in love and married a French Canadian woman named Constance. They had three daughters, Sonia, Stephanie, and Tracy, who was just in the beginning of the movie. What was his and, uh, blood type, John? Uh, hold on. Oh, I, you're in there? <laughs> dude, no, no, dude, that that's he was like he was like the known he was like if you went to montreal wanted to listen to jazz he was the guy he had his own club like that dude like is probably in in, the, in canada right now is is it's bigger than everyone in this production gotcha. <laughs> he like he was like he played with everybody like it just it just made me go whoa like that guy <laughs> he's playing the janitor and he's like this esteemed guy who'd been around for like at this point probably 30 years in the jazz scene so i don't know i thought that was was pretty damn cool uh now that actor is playing the young detective that's frank deets um he actually directed a um and got an award for um what's the uh the documentary called beast wishes shared with uh trish geiger beast wishes it was a documentary about bob burns and his wife uh kathy burns you know who bob burns was uh, or he's, he's still alive no he was the gorilla in there in the original ghostbusters in the live action oh yeah yeah <laughs> he he is a movie prop collector he has almost all of um who did the, who did the special effects uh, rick baker he has almost all of rick baker's masks from star wars and all his early really? stuff he has the alien queen from aliens he's collected all this movie memorabilia over the last probably like 60 years or so 
yeah bob Bur- bob burns is a huge i think he i think he even got an award uh at horror hound for all the stuff that he that he uh mm. <laughs> that that he because he's a collector historian if you will but yeah that guy directed the the documentary which i haven't seen but it's supposed to be really good called beast wishes yeah uh <laughs> do you remember this guy the coroner uh, uh yeah the voice yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> um that uh that's actor um dean i don't know if i'm saying this right hagopian h-a-g-o-p-i-a-n dean hagopian are you a peon? Hagopian. <laughs> His name is just medical examiner. He doesn't really have a name in the movie. Um, he uh, he was actually in the movie Brain Scan with uh, Edward Furlong. Really? Yeah. He. Uh, the, the, I guess the love interest. Um, the girl he was the played... love interest. Of... <laughs> no, the girl. The girl who who played Kimberly. Mm-hmm. She he played her father. So Edward Furlong goes and knocks. He goes, "Oh, can I see Kimberly?" Mm-hmm. And he didn't. Ha- I had to go back and see. I'm like, "Is this this guy's voice?" Because he talks like this. Lover boys in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he, the man never talked like that. Uh, he said that he was doing his impersonation of Columbo. So he's gonna pop up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like after this, everything's downhill for Gore. <laughs> oh let me take that back there is a little bit there's a little bit more blood later but it's 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 really cheesy it's like stuff that i made back in high school (laughs) oh uh on the set uh the crew uh was all french canadian and they hated all the americans (laughs) that, that had come up to be in the movie uh, they, I mean, they really did. They just. Well, that doesn't sound very Canadian. No, that's very Montreal. Oh, that's okay. very Quebec. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, they, because uh, you know, like uh, the whole thing, they they want to, there's like a lot of uh, a lot of people from Quebec are they want to be separatist, mm-hmm. they want to be their own sovereign country within Canada because they they see themselves more as French, not Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and look at uh, Levy's uh, leather gloves, man. It's, you know, that was a big thing in the 80s, right? Is wearing those leather gloves. Oh, yeah. I want to say, what's his face helped that? Um, uh, Alice Cooper. (laughs) At least every time I saw him in a music video. Oh, yeah. Like like Poison. I'm like, why why is he wearing them gloves for? I don't. Well, I've, never, I've never seen him on a motorcycle. What's up with that? And Sh- and Sean Levy's uh, character, his hair, uh, it, it, you know, has definitely looks a little uh, Billy from Stranger Things esque, doesn't it? It's huge. <laughs> I mean, um, his is much bigger, but along the actually, same lines. Yeah. He he talked about how big his hair. He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "I had big hair in the '80s," and they cut to this because <laughs> it was like a. I think season two they did like. A, that, yeah, what did they do? Season two of Stranger Things, they had like a almost like a Talking Dead. Yeah, it show. was kind of like a talk show kind of thing. Yeah, and, uh, and and they showed a clip from of him from this with his big hair. But yeah, it it definitely is. Yeah, I uh, inspired it uh, at a minimum uh, for that. He he produced the Arrival, and I think it won Oscars with um, Hawkeye, uh, Jeremy Renner, and. Uh, 
Oh, who's who is the actress? Redhead. He's definitely done a, a, a ton uh, of stuff. Who who who? She played Lois Lane in the in the latest. Uh, ah, Adam West. Uh, and we finally get Adam West with a fucking mustache, by the yes. way. Yes, porn mustache. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say porn mustache at this point in in Adam's career, he had. Uh, let's just say he he wasn't getting the same gigs he was before or after the 66 batman he kind of got typecast unfortunately yeah i i I don't think it was until after the 89 batman came out that he was kind of like oh hey adam west they started getting him for like animated stuff and people who grew up and were fans of him started putting him into their production Uh, in in fact i think it was around this time that uh he was doing like grocery store openings right as batman I mean, he was doing that through the 70s yeah. and part of the 80s. I don't know if it was this late in the 80s, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, just two years prior to this, uh, Adam was in a movie called Young Lady Chatterley 2. Mm. The reason why I bring this up because it caught, it caught my eye on IMDb. I went, hey, he was in a... This is like one of those Emmanuel movies. <laughs> well, Softcore, he, right? Well, hold on. I don't think this was. <laughs> I really don't think it was. Uh, his character, he played uh, Professor Arthur Bohart Jr. Mm. IMDb categorizes the sex and nudity in that film as, quote, severe. It was like a red line. I went, oh, well, hold on. Let me read this. I'll just give you, because this is all chaff right here. They're just explaining like who might be the killer. But in Young Lady Chatterley 2, the, the whole movie shows full frontal and rear nudity of females. Male nudity is seen during sex scenes. <laughs> 13 graphic scenes. Uh, there, were, uh, there are breast pubic hair everywhere. Several scenes of adultery. A very graphic sexual massage scene on a woman who has multiple orgasms. <laughs> Hmm. A, a very graphic lesbian scene, a three-way, uh, uh, no, sorry, a threesome involving a man and two women, mm-hmm. a fivesome involving a man and four women, and uh, and then to top it off, I think this is probably the end of the movie, a woman goes to the town naked uh, with a blonde wig mimicking Lady Godiva. That wow. was the movie, and... Um... <laughs> that sounds like my weekend, John. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Because, uh, yeah, apparently um, there, the whole story for that was this. Yeah, th- by the way, the sunset is 18 seconds long Jeez. Because, because of the editors. Yeah, <laughs> the editing is so, there. That whole scene with uh, with um, Adam West, you keep on seeing him reading his his uh, his script. <laughs> now, that was not supposed to be seen because mm-hmm. there's times he looks up and he looks he's looking at the other actor. Uh-huh. That's where they're supposed to cut out the parts when he's looking at the, the script. These people <laughs> didn't know what the fuck they were doing because wow. they were, they had never edited before. This was their first time really editing anything. Um, yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find it because yeah, John was not happy about it at all. Uh, what did he say? He said Adam was the coolest on the set. He knew that being Batman had typecast him. He had gone through a dry spell in his career by the time he got to zombie nightmare he was having fun with his status people uh, like us needed name actors 
Uh, he would make a good living dropping into these crummy flicks for a few days, but he didn't just pay, uh, phone it in. He really wanted to do a good job, even though the schedule and circumstances would work against him. Uh, some examples, uh, driving Adam to the set, um, John lamented that there wasn't enough scene between him and his co-star, the young de uh, detective, and uh, at the police station. So there's a scene that comes up later where they just turn the police station into a diner. Oh, so a restaurant. <laughs> so the two, so he just added a new scene because they're able to like paint a wall. Okay, the twist and cream lady, mm -hmm. <laughs> who who Sean Levy's character has been hitting on this whole time. Uh, yeah, she's about to get a surprise, and so is Sean. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome, Mary. I'm Leatherface. <laughs> you like cigarettes, lady? He just said nice night for a walk. They stole that from Terminator. Remember, um, they said right. that to Arnold when he was walking around. I think it was Bill Paxton who said that. Mm. Now, um, damn, if I can find it. Yeah, he's like, your hair isn't big enough. <laughs> I need it bigger. Yes. Have you tried Aquanet or Aquanet? Yeah, he's got the uh, the earring, man. Dude, this is definitely Billy from Stranger Things. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, she's giving him what? Oh, she goes, go away. Or they call the, oh, he's manhandling her because she called him a child. Yeah. Ooh. That trash can looks like an out of work R two D two. It just does. <laughs> I don't know why I can't. Ah, I wrote all this crap. I don't know where I can, why I can't find it. Oh, he's got the knife. Hey, that's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> Man, what a scumbag! He's a bad guy. He's a bad kid. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, here we go. You gotta now. I think all the all the zombie scenes you see now, uh -huh. uh, that's the uh, the stunt man uh, Pee Wee. <laughs> the reason why he was his nickname, well, his name was Pee Wee at least on IMDb. Mm -hmm. It became his nickname, I think, from fourth grade because he was like the tallest kid. So um, yeah, it just stuck. It was just a big deal. I think yeah, and plus two, they said that uh, he's taller. And larger than than uh than Thor. Look at that stabbing. That's so stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, you can definitely tell the difference <laughs> in the walk. And yeah, all look that. even the I mean the everything. Yeah, look how big he is. It's a big dude. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Oh, I mean, not and to there say, we go. Oh, he impels him on the blow. <laughs> they had the slow motion that scene. Ew. Yes. Yeah, it's good stuff. Huh? <laughs> okay, the editing for this. Um, after filming this, uh, there's a baseball bat sticking out. Look, it's the blood's not even coming out of his mouth. Hmm. Oh God, uh, yeah, the the guy Frank. He's called Frank the detective, but also Frank is his real name in real life. Um. He he really victim blames this this poor this poor uh, twist and crim uh, uh, waitress. He was trying to rape me. 
Hey, like, whoa, calm down. Mm. All right, all right. I don't care. Oh, great. He had a knife. I don't care. <laughs> he, his bedside manner to victims sucks. Uh, but uh, yeah, John um, said after filming, uh, he offered to edit the movie himself because he's a trained editor. But uh, Jack, who, who the porn guy who produced the movie, said, ah, I have two local kids who will do the job for free just so they can get credit as an editor. Um, after a few weeks of editing, they requested a, a, a copy of the script which I'm like, shouldn't they have the script while they're editing so they know how the story's cut together by the, by the script itself? And so they could see what uh, they're supposed to be cutting together. John said they had scenes where characters were killed and then put, put back in from earlier scenes after. <laughs> so you'd see someone who died and then they'd be back in the movie. Uh, he said it was a mess. Um, they also used the original negative to cut a trailer, so all the best shots were in the trailer and were gone and couldn't be used in the film because they used the negative. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, and there's uh, there Columbo. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> His voice. <laughs> if you did a drinking game, because he shows up three times and you had to do like like a, like a shot <laughs> every time he came on you'd be fucked up by the end of this movie <laughs> he's pal jimmy boy with a baseball bat <laughs> uh yeah that guy <laughs> he sucks but i love this guy that's the second th okay he's just said he goes he's probably whacked out on drugs <laughs> adam west had said the same thing it was probably someone on drugs man you know people do that stuff it's like, I guess drugs were just the go-to, uh, like reason for doing bad for things. everything uh, bad. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, here he say he recognizes the kid. He's a bum. He just he, maybe he tried to impel himself on the on the baseball bat. <laughs> Drug-induced suicide. Yes. <laughs> yeah drug and do suicide there was a uh a rash, Tina Turner. Hmm? Uh, there was a rash of uh baseball bat palings. yeah but not face. in the stomach yeah well and, uh, <laughs> if you were talented enough you could do that they're, they're going right into the yeah. <laughs> oh god don't play with that don't don't take that bat to practice after i don't know where it's been i think i do know where it's been mm-hmm Oh yeah, and so we got our uh, the last two, right? The that, uh... and then there were two. Yeah, this yeah this guy, <laughs> I think he's only working out with like mm, forty five pounds there. So hold on, because so... that's not a that's not even a, that's not an Olympic bar that he's using. So technically, I mean, he killed the guy that ran him over, right? So I mean, yeah, but but if you look at it, the first people that he killed were two people that were in the back seat. Right. This guy, uh... Uh, Bob. Uh -huh. He was in the front seat. Ah, I see. There's Tia. Now she before before she done this movie. This was her first movie she'd ever done. Um, she'd been on General Hospital. She'd had a reoccurring role a few a few times. Um, I think she had also had. Yeah, she was. Oh wow, she yeah she she had done a. I think after this a Friday the Thirteenth. Married with children, she was on on one episode. Which Friday the Thirteenth was she in? I I don't know. I just know she was on one of them. Mm -hmm. I didn't look it up. Uh, she was on an episode of Quantum Leap. Now she what later in the nineties she did do a Tales from the Crypt uh, season four. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called On a Dead Man's Chest. It was where the the guy got he was a rocker, and he got a dragon tattoo on his chest, and it came to life at the end, mm-hmm. and it ripped off with a big hole in his chest. Oh, and uh, I remember from recent years on Curb Your Enthusiasm as um, uh, Lewis uh, Richard Lewis's girlfriend Cha Cha. <laughs> but um, yeah, th- this guy who plays her boyfriend, his name is Alan Fizzler. Uh, there's again, he's been in a few movies, but not much is on his IMDb. Yeah, see the guy with the mohawk? He was in the beginning, he was the one who him and the guy in the uh, the the blue plaid they were um mm-hmm. trying to stick up the uh, the Italian dude's uh bo- bodega, and now he's going nuts. <laughs> he's kill- he's trying to he's trying to kill three detectives and one beat cop. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the guy who plays Tia's boyfriend, um, he didn't have really much under his, his belt for movies. But from what I could tell, it was a lot of like softcore adult comedies. Hmm. Uh, the last movie he had him in was in 1990, a movie called New York's Finest. Uh, the synopsis is only one sentence. It was uh, a cross-dresser helps three whores on their search for rich husbands. <laughs> 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 okay. okay, that's a hell of a... Scene. That's a hell of a synopsis, and yeah. it, tells you, it tells me everything in such a short time. I love it. It's uh, brevity. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. You at, do you see? Do you see the the cursive handwriting on the paperwork in front of uh, in front of Adam West? It's gonna yeah. When it when it finally does cut back to him, you're gonna see. Yeah, he's yeah, reading he... the script. I feel so bad. Now here's the thing. Okay, he's. I did the same acting in Donna Dracula, by the way, <laughs> because I didn't know the script. Um, I, I got it the morning I came in. And it's almost like the same as Adam West here. Mm. He he only was probably, I think they got him in the beginning for like two days. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Tia Career was on an episode of Friday the 13th. Which, yeah, yeah. The, well, series. Uh, the series, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, do you know, do you know which one? Um it just said it was one episode 1990 it didn't oh. not the film series but the yeah, television yeah, but the, series, yeah. yeah. which was I, yeah definitely had yeah. i think it was shot in canada mm-hmm. but uh yeah oh man poor adam here <laughs> oh um while they're uh during the 10 days they're shooting this movie uh a month i guess the montreal producer put all the americans up in a sleazy motel by the airport there was always porn on the tv and of course which none of in john's words which none of us had ever seen before and the crew only spoke french in front of us even though the bastards spoke perfect english behind our backs <laughs> he was not he yeah but as much as he complained about this movie look he's mm-hmm. about to kick this too Bam. <laughs> <Pow>. <laughs> <laughs> um even though he complained about you know the making of it and stuff like that he's he still uh had said in interviews that he was really happy because he he actually got something he wrote made mm-hmm. um and it was i think yeah i want to say this is probably his first real big thing um yeah, because it's so weird because of of uh, politics is is a uh, probably the right word, but it sounds wrong. But like to get anything made, it's a Canadian production. You can't be a Canadian. You have to be a Canadian director to to get the the, the credit, right? But since he was an American writer, he got co-director. 
but he really directed the whole damn thing. Wow. Well, here, uh, Adam West is not reading his lines. No, he's not. <laughs> because if you notice, he was like, hey, we solved the case. He mm-hmm. says it like a few times, and I'm like, yeah, he. I think he forgot his line. <laughs> <laughs> hey, celebrate. It's a celebration. He says it's a celebration. It makes me think of it makes me think of Dave Chappelle as uh, Rick James. It's a celebration. Yeah, he's showing he's like, put away those dirty pictures. <laughs> he's showing him <laughs> murder scene pictures. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, uh during um because again, I gotta keep on referencing Mystery Science Theater. Um this came up this movie was uh was showed up on a turkey day on comedy central mm-hmm. and guess who hosted that turkey day episode adam west adam west yes. he um uh john uh had said in an interview i think adam still enjoyed making zombie nightmare this before of course before the two of them passed uh because a couple of years back when he was asked to host mr science theater's thanksgiving turkey well he says turkey fest but it's really turkey day he agreed if they would show Zombie Nightmares, the last film of the night. Um, of all the honors I have achieved since starting to make movies, seeing my first baby dissected on MST3K will always be up near the top of the list. So, um, so he was, yeah, that's not Thor. That's Pee Wee. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a zombie. Wow. Um, it's, it's insane how different it is. I mean, it's just oh, the, the night and day comparison between the two actors. Right. I know it's who, like uh, Robert. <laughs> it's like Robert England and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street two. Two, the you know, one guy, they, yeah. yeah, that one guy and Robert. <laughs> Ew, you're gonna drink milk with a fucking uh, what is it, ham sandwich or salami sandwich? Jeez, that could be roast beef and cheese. That's disgusting. That's a that's a lot of dairy there, kid. <laughs> Frank. You know what I want to do? Why is it okay? I get your cop, but why do you have your handcuffs on right next to, on your table? I don't get it. <laughs> you see, he's a cop. This and this scene went way too long. He's the detective is looking at photographs that were shot at the crime scenes, and then also the crowd. Hey, I recognize one of the people that's in all these crowd pictures at the different death scenes. Mm. They could have cut this down way more, but again, this movie had to uh, be at least seventy-five minutes, so I think it's like an, just under an hour and a half. So, <laughs> yeah, I, and he goes, "Ah, Eureka! I thought I, w- I knew I wasn't going crazy." <laughs> uh, I, I mean, because honestly, I, I mean, it, it feels like it's been like two and a half hours already. <laughs> no, it's only we're probably about an hour deep because, uh, thank God. I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> Frank, are you crazy? Those goddamn pictures. <laughs> pictures aren't real, Frank. Oh, so Adam shot 10 scenes in two days. Hmm. Uh, you could probably knock him out real quick, you know? I mean, I'm, oh, he had to. I'm sure they did about... Yeah, they probably shot about five to six hours a day, I'm thinking, because who knows what the other stuff they were doing. Well, you said that it was, what, a 10-day production? Total? It was a 10-day shoot. Mm. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's, woo-wee. 
because you hear about movies that are like 15 or 20 you're like whoa and you're like how much was the budget and you're like god how many million this was 180,000 <laughs> government money baby <laughs> Canadian government yeah. money mm-hmm. um, yeah it says he had glanced down to refresh his memory while reading the script <laughs> while the other actor was giving his lines knowing that the editor would uh, would have cut away look there he is again you, you see him reading the <laughs> right knowing that the editor would cut away from him during that time but the first time moron montreal editors <laughs> left in the shots that it's clear that adam is looking at his script so yeah he he couldn't get over how how it was edited because he was really upset with with that i mean who wouldn't be especially when you're like hey i can do this I mean, he should. They should have had someone supervising, but again, that would have probably cost money. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's why I think uh, this movie could have been a little bit better. You know, <laughs> it really could have. Well, it seems like uh, kind of like the crow before the crow was the crow, and there wasn't a zombie. You're um, right. Hey, wh- who's the guy who wrote The Crow? The comic uh, book? James O'Barr. Maybe James O'Barr got in- inspired. Maybe. You know, Maybe. by this movie. It did have some rockin' tunes in the beginning, had Motorhead, and oh. then it has it has some has some music, you know, some other metal going through the movie. So, here we go. Let, you know, uh, I know we've done it before and everything. Let's uh let's cast and and do the let's remake. cast the news zombie nightmare yeah let's do, oh. do the new zombie mountain okay nightmare. well i know who well it wouldn't be voodoo it would have to be something else but the priestess woman would have to be tia carrera i i think so okay uh, i mean because then you could because then you could say you could set it in hawaii but what, what, what she what, is she was born in hawaii what if we do what if what if we do what the director and writer originally wanted to do and have a largely african-american oh. cast oh yeah 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 mm-hmm. okay well if you're gonna go that route um hmm who would be who would be the 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 yuppies so would you do still do five or would you do would you do a handful yeah i mean we're doing yeah, a so remake here we're doing yeah. okay not shot for shot mm-hmm. <laughs> um well who who would, hmm. I, I say you get mclovin as one of them Maybe McLovin as the, well, he's uh, old enough to be one of the fathers now, <laughs> but he still looks like he's a young punk man. I'm telling you, not really, <laughs> dude. McLovin still looks like he's 12. I think so he's so like, does Michael Cera. I think he's in this. I think they're both in their 30s now. I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't. I, don't, I, I think they're. Too, I think they aged out. <laughs> hmm. I really do. You gotta remember, um, Superbad was what? Oh, oh five. Of six, <laughs> maybe oh three. It wasn't that. I mean, no, maybe maybe oh seven. Anyway, I mean that was still a while back. Oh, water just came out of the zombie's mouth. All right, so yeah. you got uh, Tia Career as the zombie priestess. Uh, the I mean the voodoo priestess, right? Uh, well, but I mean, but if you're gonna do a um uh an African American yeah. cast, I I don't know if you're gonna. I think I don't think you'd go that route. Okay. Um, I just I don't know who you'd get. Um, I don't even know who you'd get as the uh, the the white privileged you know assholes who fucking run over a kid in the middle of the night. No, uh, just um, any of the cast of uh, a Disney show right now. 
Give me, are they albino? Get them in this production <laughs> now. But, uh, uh, well, all right. How about the main character, the uh, Thor? Oh, hey, uh, shout out to the cure. Yeah, the, the uh, T has got a cure poster on her wall. Yeah, boys don't cry. Yeah, yeah they do. So, <laughs> only on the inside. <laughs> um, who would, hmm, would it, would it, would, hmm, see, I'm not, I don't listen to, to new music anymore. Who's hip? Who, who'd be like a, a hip, a hip, like, uh, like rap artist? That would be um, like a he would have to be in there because Thor is clearly in his twenties, but he's supposed to be like I guess a, I don't know was he supposed to be a teenager because he clearly didn't look like a teenager. <laughs> well, ah, uh, you know what? It, it'll be Ti. Ti will be okay. <laughs> the, the zombie. No, that would be terrible. <laughs> but the thing is, you got to have someone who is like large and imposing because mm-hmm. okay. Frank just got on the, his car radio and he called in and then said, I knew it. Mm-hmm. There was nothing came over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Look, oh, a little bit of stunt driving going on there. Hmm. Clearly not Frank driving. <laughs> oh, the corner's back. Guess who's back? <laughs> so uh, there's this um, professional wrestler funny you know how we were kind of uh doing uh you know how originally the the writer director is a fan of wrestling there's mm-hmm. a professional wrestler by the name of xavier woods oh okay yes uh that i think would 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 make a good thor to be honest with you gotcha okay yeah i mean he's got some acting chops he's doing stuff for g4 he's into nerdy shit so we could have <laughs> have him as a on this pipe buff. dream called zombie <laughs> nightmare reboot right, right. <laughs> i say but, but you but you still have the you still have the heavy metal you still have um aces made start oh the, of course the you still have the, the metal tip oh yeah <laughs> um well then then who would play the mom then mm, let's see yeah, I don't know. Well, right now, while well, you're looking up Angela Bassett, I thought that, but I went now. <laughs> Wasn't she in Boys in the Hood? Hey, Wasn't hey, she the holy, mom in that? holy shit, dude! Fucking uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. I don't think she'd do. She it. was in Demon Knight. <laughs> she was in Demon Knight when she, before her career was, it, it was had exploded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh okay All right. hold on people start in horror they usually don't end in horror well let me take that back they might depending <laughs> <laughs> who's the lady who played mrs Voorhees? yeah <laughs> um shoot i forget well, her name dude bob bob uh and uh amy tia uh they went to this garage to go find a car they're gonna they're going to steal stuff so that they can get money to to hit the road because they know they're next. But right. that pesky zombie's back. The what? mom uh, could be pay, play, uh, played by Betty Gabriel from Get Out. She was the the woman. 
Oh, was she did she play the grandmother slash uh, uh, housekeeper lady? Yeah, she was the housekeeper lady. Yeah, she might. Yeah, she might. She, yeah, she might be able to do it. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. But the thing is, she that actress has such a small role in this. She's only in the beginning uh, three times when she in her youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when she sees her son alive, and then when she sees her son dead, she's really only in it three times. She, I mean, unless you're gonna like beef up that, uh, unless you make the mom who brings back the son as like you know, that'd be the only way to give her like a, you know a bigger role. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm definitely casting Andrew McCarthy as the fucking detective. Hold <laughs> it to replace Adam West. No, no. Oh, as the young guy, as Frank. Right, isn't Frank the young one? Frank, yeah, but Andrew McCarthy today? Well, yeah. <laughs> I love her, man. <laughs> what? It, are are you sh- Andrew McCarthy? Andrew McCarthy from Bernie uh, Weekend at from Bernie's? Mannequin and Bernie uh, Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, he, I think he, I think he's a little too old for the part. Oh come on! Because I think the the guy who I think uh, Frank Dietz who plays Detective Frank, I think he's probably in his like mid mid twenties in this. Jesus! Wow, that make oh yeah. <laughs> more blood. There's barely any. Hey, he's got a weird hole in his back of his shirt, and you can see his yeah, regular. I... It doesn't match his uh his zombie skin. <laughs> I can oh. see. We don't need another it. Hero. Who's gonna start singing some Tina? Uh, look at her. She's really going for it. Yeah. We don't need another. <laughs> so did she use her magic to make the 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 garage door go down, or did she hit a button? Uh, I think she hit a button. <laughs> okay. It's like, it's the same kind of magic when I go to like a a store and the door opens up by itself. <laughs> uh. Wow, that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was some. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and what is it with the with 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 women running from this slow ass zombie? How did have okay. nowhere else to go? She she ran. How many levels are in this garage? Because she was upstairs. Now she's downstairs, and this guy is just walking so slow. <laughs> See, th- they should have never like cut the zombie's hair. The zombie's hair should have stayed long, like Thor's was at the beginning. Yeah, that's where this. Yeah, you're right because he they're, they're almost unrecognizable. But again, I don't think they were thinking that because, like later on. Oh my god! <laughs> the the makeup thing. Oh, what? <laughs> Did the zombie just pop out of nowhere and start choking him? Yeah, he did. Uh, he's very slow, but he's he's also fast. Ah, Pontiac. Man, this is supposed to be like the well. I mean, there's two climactic ends. Hmm. It's supposed to be the, the 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 revving up to the end of it, but whew. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is. There's Tina. Hi. I'm Adam West. He looks like he's trying to proposition a hooker. <laughs> Adam West. Oh, yeah. I meant to mention earlier. Uh, he <laughs> Adam said in some of his dialogue when they when they mentioned Molly's character. Well, the, the Molly character here. Uh, he said uh, the baddie voodoo palm reader that follows ambulances around. 
Yeah. <laughs> Batty. <laughs> okay. Here, when you said earlier, the, uh, <laughs> who, who sneak walks behind a zombie? Hope he doesn't see me. I'm following him. <laughs> um, well, I mean, his work is done, right? Yeah. I mean, that, so this yeah. is the payoff of like, he's got his revenge. Yeah, now he can go be with Shelly for all eternity. Shelly. <laughs> oh fuck that's the crow my bad no 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 it was this pet turtle (laughs) (laughs) yeah hold on why is he going to the graveyard they never buried him in the graveyard she had him in his in her backyard when she resurrected his ass not the graveyard i'm calling bullshit on this movie (laughs) you're just now starting to call bullshit (laughs) <laughs> i wanted it to win awards but i don't know now oh, oh i can finally rest oh, i'm a real boy now <laughs> oh like his uh he's at his father's grave that's is why that what it grave. is i think so yeah i mean you've seen this before have i <laughs> did i <laughs> okay what 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 now it's the, oh what's with that guy is that like the spencer for hire gun that adam west has there or is that like the equalizer gun <laughs> well it's he needs to be able to aim you know it feels a little i guess lasers had to have had to be huge because what is that like a glock that's not a huge on the top it's not it's a it's a scope that's on top of it it's it's not a laser it's not it's, a laser it looks like a fucking scope Maybe he's got scope mouthwash in there. Maybe. I, I Fuck, don't that is a scope. Who shoots a handgun with a scope? <laughs> Someone <laughs> with sense. really shitty aim. That's... Let me put that up near my face in the recoil. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> uh, Case is closed, Frank, and he's shooting uh, a zombie in the back. Hope you like paintball, zombie. <laughs> oh, my oh! back gets in pain. This is the last evil. <laughs> Yeah, I could not understand her dialogue. Now, is that a puppet head or is that the actor's head with that smoke coming out of it? Shit, dude. I I think it's a puppet head because that's a lot of smoke. I don't think someone, you know, took a huge drag off a cigarette. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's them manipulating the head. She's got diarrhea. (laughs) She's shaking. So is this supposed to be like the 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 S? Yeah, you can tell that's oh god. Yeah, you can tell that was just an empty mask. Right. So <gasps> he shoots her. Oh no, she's she's dead. But all that fidgeting and shaking and shit that was to release the energy out of the sun. Am I am I right to go I mean, into the ground? Yeah. Uh, it's i i'm pretty certain i mean that zombie 101 right. dude <laughs> hey man he goes you're gonna shoot me i have no choice frank <laughs> check uh, this out oh wow that's uh <laughs> oh dude he fe- dude he pulled a tor johnson remember like from ed wood uh uh-huh. when he was trying to get out of the trying to get out of the grave <laughs> that is uh that's the director writer that's uh, that's right. that's the same actor who played the father in the beginning of the movie. It's supposed to be the father, right? But the makeup was made was molded for Billy Graham 
the superstar Billy Graham. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so luckily John was large enough to fit in that makeup and the mask that they made. He said he couldn't see shit because the the mask had no eye holes for him to look out of. Wow. So all that yeah, he said but he said Adam was a, a great sport uh doing all that. Um they said they had the Adam's uh, scenes were rushed because he had to catch a flight to New York. Uh they were so rushed that the scenes were shot at 3 a.m with West literally reading the script while in the scene. So uh, he, so all those, uh, I guess a lot of those scenes too, in the, on the set, in the quote unquote police station, he was going to catch a flight soon. <laughs> so they might've done this one first because that's the big special effect, you know? Mm. And now it's sad. Uh, this song here is uh who is this by? Oh, yeah, this is called Zombie Life. Hmm. And it's by the band Nighthawk. Oh, yeah, Nighthawk. But, but Nighthawk, like like a, like a knight in shining armor. Nighthawk. Oh. I believe it's Thor singing. Um, hmm. His, uh, the incidental music was done by uh, Thor's band. You know what his band's name was? Thorchestra. Wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so anyone who might be interested in the soundtrack, um, there's a song by, uh, sorry, but yeah, by Fist called Danger Zone, mm-hmm. a band called Virgin Steel, Re Rule the Night. Thor did another song called Rebirth. A uh, band named Death Mask uh, did a song called I'm Dangerous. The band Battalion uh, did the song Out for the Kill. And Pantera, again, not the pantera but uh at the at the time thor's uh wife she had a band uh the song was called midnight man a uh, band called the things did a song called dead thing and again uh thorchestra did all the incidentals <laughs> thorchestra i thought that was the cool i went hey i like the way that looks man i like that <laughs> oh yeah and girl school did future flash uh and come on let go yeah <laughs> all of those uh artists i have definitely heard of i've never heard of yes oh and of course uh motorhead at the opening that's insane that there was another pantera yeah so yeah i i, I didn't look up to see when the original pantera had mm-hmm. uh had got together and, and formed their band but yeah who knew um when mystery science theater did this uh it was released their their version was released november 24th 1994 so this came out what 87 mm-hmm. so that would have been four five six seven years seven years later it got uh it got roasted <laughs> by uh by um mr science theater their segments um when they did it the the first segment was uh the, the mads got really into voodoo because of the uh because of the movie and uh Second segment, uh, <laughs> Crow is sitting, reading quietly and enjoying chocolates when suddenly Tom runs him down with his little red car <laughs> paralleling mm-hmm. the action of the movie. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, segment three, uh, the bots are enjoying a hot tub, just like the, the teens were at the uh, <laughs> in the movie, <laughs> until Mike services wearing a snorkel and mask uh, and bearing a fish on a spear. Uh, segment four, Crow has abandoned his. Oh, apparently, yeah, he had a Batman song, a play uh, that they they had uh, 
that he'd done a Batman play. So Tom and Mike were dressed up as Batman and uh, Robin, but uh, Crow had already abandoned the play, but he forgot to tell Tom and Mike. And so they're wearing, <laughs> they're wearing outfits. Uh, and segment five, uh, Mike and the bots have uh, written letters to Adam West. He, and then TV's Frank has inadvertently turned Dr. F into a zombie and doesn't know how to reverse the spell. And uh, remember the, the stinger at the end of MS uh, at the end of every MST3K, mm-hmm. like a little segment. It was the part where uh, <clears throat> Thor pops out of the coffin screaming. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so yeah, um, I I recommend the the mystery science theater version uh, yes. <laughs> if you want to have a laugh. But uh, yeah, again though, I mean, I, I thought that it was pretty darn crazy that how this movie even got made, you know. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, uh, I mean it. It all comes down to money, right? It comes down to money and yeah, an opportunity. I mean, but I mean, they got. I mean, they got a name. They got Adam West. He's definitely the biggest mm-hmm. name in the movie. And then at the time, I would say was probably yeah, Tia Carrere. Sure. She had the second because I think she'd also done like a. What did she do? She yeah, General Hospital. She'd also done a, a few other like. Oh, she was on an episode of A Team. Yeah. <laughs> in the early 80s so it was like so she not to say she had name recognition but she was kind of like you know an up-and-comer at the time but yeah that's a little slice of uh oh yeah hold on i'd be remiss if i didn't mention this because i did have this in my notes um besides this being part of the uh canuck exploitation uh craze of the 80s uh, 70s and 80s other examples of, of that are the 1978 trucker movie called Highballin that starred Jerry Reed. Mm. Apparently that was shot in Canada. Mm. Uh, Class of 1984, which we both watched oh, yeah. a yeah. while back with a young with, Michael uh, J. Fox. Uh, and Perry King. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, My Bloody Valentine, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you ever see this movie called The Pit from 1981 uh, so it's one of those movies that i rented from the video store yeah but yeah i wouldn't I, it's on shutter I, I right remember now it. yeah oh i had it i bought it years later it was like five bucks or four bucks but circuit city was still a lot uh, oh, yeah wow. still around so i went hey i'll grab that's a cheap horror movie yeah not good it's a bad but it starts out with a halloween scene which is kind of cool but yeah it's mm-hmm. a bad movie the kid in that i think his name was jamie oh he's a little creep and he, <laughs> it's it's i mean it's not a good movie but it's i think it's worth watching again uh prom night with jamie lee curtis terror train with jamie lee curtis both those were post halloween mm-hmm. uh the the movie screwballs and screwballs 2 Loose screws were, was <laughs> shot in Canada. They're they're part of the uh, the Canuck exploitation. I believe those movies were also with the uh, the tax shelter, mm-hmm. the Porky's trilogy movies. Those were all shot, and of course, you know David Cronenberg's early stuff: Rabbit, The Brood, Scanners, Videodrome. Mm-hmm. Those are all a part of that. Those are examples of. Mm. But French, this one, uh, not French, but Canadian movies. But this one not as. Uh... As prevalent i mean mystery science theater i think you know probably gave it the this, you know yeah that that gave it the platform for in for people who would have never thought to have looked them up mm-hmm. yeah definitely but but also too uh those other two movies have a, a pretty big cult following i don't know how they were in the 90s but they're they have a pretty big uh, cult following now uh yeah 
rock and roll nightmare and uh in, in uh, black roses so there it is well there we have uh zombie nightmare yeah <laughs> i can tell you're you're chomping at a bit to watch it again i i can't wait get me two get me yes. three three viewings i'm gonna watch them all tonight please uh <laughs> absolutely i um i it it, it kind of is what it is but your, I mean, ex- it, your excitement is uh it's infectious but i mean it is it is interesting uh, i mean it's just it's terrible <laughs> I, I mean it, it's it's a it's a you know i think that the premise is interesting you know it's i mean yeah revenge stuff from the beyond the grave yeah yeah revenge slash kind of horror i mean yeah doing it, a it, remake i would definitely I, i'd up the gore i yeah you know it, it's kind of like you know toxic avenger is kind of like a a, a revenge type of yeah movie, you know and that had way better gore yeah. oh absolutely <laughs> but uh but uh you know again it's it's uh it's one of those things where you know you really could take it and and make it into something enjoyable yeah but i mean you, you know <laughs> in comparison right <laughs> You know, and I know Adam West was, you know, kind of proud of it. And, you know, towards the end of his career, he uh, he he lauded the camp, you know, he embraced it. And and because of that, I think so many people, you know, loved Adam West, you know. Um, uh, but. Yeah, this was uh, this was something. All right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, uh you know that's uh we've got some great stuff on the horizon (laughs) right right john like no we're gonna we're the next one we're doing is this we're doing it again (laughs) oh jesus christ doing it again and again and over and over (laughs) well um uh what i am uh excited about is um uh, is the fact that uh we are approaching one year of yeah. the podcast come uh come february 15th it'll Absolutely. be it'll be a year we've been doing this now the funny thing is is um and we'll t- talk more about it in our special one year anniversary show but uh uh you know uh, it was around this time uh you know maybe it was christmas time but around this time yeah uh, that we were kind of planning things Mm -hmm. uh so it's really cool that uh we've been able to uh to be at it like this and uh, how many movie parties have we now done john Mm, i think this might be our seventh because we did okay friday 13th or watch parties sorry yeah Mm. part eight um the next one i think was body parts uh shoot how many have we done i don't know offhand so Give yeah we did, we did friday the 13th part eight that yeah was, that's uh, one. one of them uh and then of course the next one was body parts you're right okay body parts body parts and then of course uh when we got into halloween night of the living dead day of the dead halloween three okay that's what five right there uh, and then of course nothing but trouble was the last one. 
So this is number seven. Absolutely. There uh, it is. Seventh watch party. Number seven. Yes. So uh, four out of seven are zombie films. Five if you count Jason. I don't count Jason. That's a Friday the 13th movie. I would never consider that a zombie movie. (laughs) Any of them. Let's, uh, let me, uh, hey Siri. What is a zombie? Well, if we're going to go logical, a dead corporeal revenant created through the reanimation of a corpse. Would you like to hear more? No, thanks. Still doesn't count. It's a Friday the 13th movie. Right. Again, if you said, hey, I want to watch a zombie movie, you're not going to go. Unless you count parts. What's the one you got resurrected? Five? Six. Six? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We're you're struck right. with Six. lightning and yeah. reanimated, right? So, so yeah, I would count that because he gets brought back to life. Now so again, he gets brought back to life in the beginning of each of the subsequent <laughs> movies. <laughs> so does that mean that Frankenstein is a zombie? Or I'm sorry, Frankenstein's monster? Yeah, he is. But again, those I would never say those are zombie movies. Mm. I mean, they are, but I would I wouldn't. Again, when I hear someone say, "Oh, I want to watch a zombie movie." What do you think of Frankenstein? You think of Jason? No, Frankenstein. I I think of Romero. <laughs> I think no, really. I think I think yeah. of like those old like white zombie with you know with Bella Lugosi. Mm. My I favorite of, my favorite zombie film is Frankenstein. You're just being <laughs> contrarian now to anything I say. I say up, you're going to say down. I say left, you say right. <laughs> where was where was that energy earlier? <laughs> the dude you uh had uh a plethora of information sir i mean and 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 you know i will i will say this mystery science theater version definitely fun i mean it's oh, yeah. a, and this would also be a fun movie to sit around with people oh, with and make fun yeah, of and, and stuff like that um you know but you know it definitely a lot of the information that you had definitely fascinating i i, I mean i you gotta say it like spock Fascinating. Yeah. Facetiously. Fascinating. (laughs) You got to make a face like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Fascinating. All right. Well, uh, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, follow us on our socials. Mm -hmm. Give us a review. Subscribe. Spread the word to the friends and all of that good stuff. Yep. And, um, yep. Yep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) That's me at an auction. Yep. (laughs) Well, uh, until next time, may all your zombie zombies be Frankenstein. (laughs) May all your nightmares be zombie. What?